Welcome to the Launch Strategist Podcast with your host, Katrina Douglas, author, trainer, and launch strategist for corporate leaders, helping you launch projects that light you up, make money, and get you closer to the goals that matter. So today I am talking to Beverly Sydney, found accountant and founder of Sydney Hudson, really about cash flow and managing finances in this time of crisis. Because, and, and this really, uh, I have to give credit to Mr. Adrian Oldfield, actually, a connection of mine. If you're watching, shout out to you, because last week's um, LinkedIn Live, or actually my FAQ video was on the three C's that you need to be mindful of in this time. And the first one was um, collective brain power. Then it was creative thinking. And uh, the third one was collaboration, which is why I'm actually here with Bev, because we're, gonna, we're collaborating on some stuff, which we're going to talk to you about um, at the end. But then Adrian commented, and he said, the fourth C should actually be cash. And I thought, you know what, he is absolutely right. And for those of you that have been following me for a while will know that everything that I do is about legacy, longevity, launching. Um, but finances are a major part of the six Ps, um, a really, really important major part of the six Ps. But obviously, Bev is the expert in that area. So Bev, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I just let let me just give you an opportunity to introduce yourself and introduce Sydney Hudson before I get into the thick of it, because this is going to be a good conversation. <laughs> You're bursting. I love it. <laughs> it's like literally anyone who's listening right now, if you, if you know somebody else that needs to be on, tell them, send up yeah. all the message, get them on, because this is going to be an amazing, amazing session. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm Beverly Sydney. Um, I'm one of the partners at Sydney Hudson. Uh, Sydney Hudson, it's funny enough with COVID, I mean, it's had several kind of um, changes. I'm going slightly ahead of myself there in terms of business continuity, which is something we'll talk about, but it's had several phases. But um, yeah, Sydney Hudson is what it's called now. Uh, we've been around for about 10 years going, going from mm -hmm. one phase to another to finally being where we are today. Um, rather than maybe tell you what, our, what, what we do, I'm going to focus on this new concept that I've learned, which is just brilliant, which is about why we're here. So Sydney Hudson, our, our why is essentially that, you know, we, or myself personally, I want to live an extraordinary life. And by doing that, um, I pass on those gems, those, you know, tax saving options, those how to run your business effectively. I pass that on to my clients, so both from a personal level and from a business level. So when you come to an accountancy firm, we're not just, you know, an accountancy firm that do tax returns, we're a little bit more than that. Um, so that's, yeah, that's me. I kind of live by that why and I kind of implement that into, you know, every single aspect of, you know, running Sydney Hudson. I love that. And I think, you know, for me um, in this season, last week, I spoke about the importance of collaboration and, you know, we immediately connected on that. But what's so funny is you and I met like 20 years ago. I can't believe we it. Met like 20 <laughs> years ago. I think we were both about 17. Wow. Um, and then we kind of disconnected and connect. We both moved to Bedfordshire and then reconnected. Um, I guess serendipitously, however they say it, in 20, yeah, in 2012, and we've just seen each other journey ever since. You know, we in that time we've become mums. Like you see, my children, my children are now 16 and 12. You've seen them. You met them when they were eight and four. 
Um, do you know what I mean? And we've seen each other journey in business. So to be in at this point during COVID and been like, okay, now's the time for us to kind of collaborate and do something together. Yeah. It's amazing. And for me, and um, one of the reasons that it's taken me so long to even collaborate is because for me, it's not just about what you do in business. It's about character and integrity. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and and I think that's what I love about you, Bev. And um, you're so much more than an accountant that saves people um, money. Do you know what I mean? And does tax returns. So I'm excited about what we're going to do together, excited about what we're going to share on this live. So let's get stuck into the thick of it, Bev. So question number one is, you know, a lot of people would have lost their jobs at this time, are struggling financially. So even the prospect of talking to them about launching a project is like, oh my gosh, I need to find money to live much less. So first things first, let's talk about what government assistance is available for people right now. Sure. So obviously it depends on who you are. So let's, if we start with self-employment, for example, so let's say you've been self-employed. Um, and then when I say self-employed, I don't mean self-employed in the sense of your director of a company. So when I say self-employed, I literally mean your sole trader fully. Um, and your business is based on a sole trader model. So for that, you know, with the government have been talking about the 80%, um, uh, I suppose, funding or grant that's been given, it's not so much a grant, I guess, it's based on your earnings from 16, 17 onwards. So if you've got a return for 16, 17, uh, 17, 18, 18, 19, uh, average of that will be um, worked out. Um, and then you you should be able to get that from June onwards. Wow. Okay. Whether that will happen from June onwards is a different situation and when it will happen. But at least one thing is certain um, if you've got earnings from those periods. But I think that also one of the good things about what I recently learned yesterday, and this is how fast this process, government process is literally working. I mean, the latest information was out yesterday. So I haven't even passed it on to my clients yet because I just need to digest all of it first to understand what it's saying. Um, but, you know, you would need to speak to your accountant to understand what am I actually entitled, which one of my, which bits or section of my income um, does the government count? Uh, does, you know, which bit of it is it? So for that, um, yeah, so so if you've only got two years, so I'm saying that to say, if you only have two years worth of accounts, don't be don't be worried about that as well. The average won't be counted on three; it'd still be counted based on two. So if okay. you've got one year as well, it's the same thing. Obviously, you divide it by twelve, um, yeah. and then obviously on a monthly basis, and that's where your earnings. So for the self-employed, that's what's available. Okay. If that's not enough, because obviously we all got bills, we all got direct debits, <laughs> bills are still got to be paid. If that's something that's still not of, uh, enough or in terms of it's not covering your bills, there is a universal credit option uh, that you can apply for. I've had quite a few clients actually that have had calls back. So the process is happening a lot quicker, actually. It's taken a while, yeah. But people are getting phone calls back now, you know, for interviews. Um, and I mean, some of them are being told you're not going to get money until September. I think that's the worst I've heard so far. But there is the advanced payment. So for those yeah. of you who are self-employed, sole trader, uh, that's available. Um, for directors, so you're kind of one-man business, there's the furlough word. How much of furlough um, most people understand, I don't know. But it's essentially uh, the business kind of covering or helping out to pay your staff or yeah. as a director paying you. Remember, it's mm -hmm. only 80% of what you've earned. So okay. you know, for most directors that have always obviously had advice from their accountants or what is the most tax efficient method, which is for you to earn, you know, 80, uh, you know, the 800 mark, you know, you'd only be getting 80% of that. So okay. again, is that enough for living? No. So then universal credit would be another option to go to if, and we're going to talk about cash flow later on, if, okay. you know, there isn't movements around the cash flow. 
Um, and there's obviously also things like, you know, time to pay. So going back to the self-employed, if you are self-employed um, and you were due to pay your um, uh, your tax uh, for uh, the end of July, you know, depending on your situation, you don't have to pay that now. You can okay. spend it. Because some okay. of us have, you know, the free grand payment that we were due to pay in July. You don't have to pay it. Obviously, I don't want to say don't pay it because it depends on your financial situation. Because yeah. you don't have to pay it, but you do have to pay it at some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't a freebie. Um, so it does yeah. have to be. And there's obviously lots of, depending, again, depending on the type of business you are. There are there are support. The government has done quite well, I have to say, in putting supportive measures out there. But yeah. there isn't one fast, quick answer to say, well, this is what I need. It depends on what type of business you are, you know, what situation you're currently facing. And then you kind of look through. The best bit to go is to go to the government website. I think it's government.uk business support something yeah. like that. I'm going to speak to your accountant because we're living this daily. <laughs> yeah, or better still, if you don't have one, speak to oh, Beverly Sydney. <laughs> and I know, to be fair, I am, I'm not necessarily taking on new clients, but I am, I'm, I'm oh. there on LinkedIn, I'm helping, I'm helping people. Yeah. If you've got a quick question, I'm helping, I'm happy to help. Excellent. Definitely do connect with Bev on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, absolutely. Right. So, now, government assistance is great, but actually, it's not a long-term plan, is it? Like, you know, I think if if this time has taught us anything, it's that multiple streams of income is becoming a necessity, not a must have. And that's why I feel that whether you're employed or not, you need to be launching something yes. um, this year, whether that's a side project that you have alongside your job or just upping your business. Like you're going to have to launch um, something. So in terms of launching a project, um, if money is tight, how can you, you know, begin to allocate finances towards that and to begin to think about that? Mm. That's, that's a good question. Um, and it kind of stems from, I think, what's most what's seen online now for everybody, you know, this concept about pivoting um, to think about new ideas. So if you're launching a new product, a new, a new idea or new product, I guess, the first bit would be to go back and look at your cash flow look at your cash flow and look at and this is the one thing where most people i think or most businesses or if it's on a personal level think i don't have the funds i don't know where it's coming from but you haven't done your cash flow you yeah. haven't built your cash yeah. flow you haven't seen where can i where can i not necessarily stop paying something but what can i minimize you know yeah. what can what can i literally look at and say okay well can I take a break here? Can I speak to this person that I owe money and say, okay, well, can we discuss something? Because ultimately, by you launching that product, if you have the right mindset, you're going to get the income from it. You're going to get the income yeah. to cover. You know, so this is this is so not the time to close your ideas off. Yeah, yeah it is. It will forever mean, it will forever. So cash flow is the best thing. Go back there, put your ins and outs, your income ins and outgoings out, because you will find, however small it is, something that you can use to launch that idea. Absolutely. And I think, I remember when I left corporate and started my business and like the, 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 income kind of decrease was just yeah it was ridiculous which is why so many of us take so long to do it because you know baby it's just ridiculous you're just like what on earth has happened yeah but it's amazing how creative that you get on, when yeah. like an income stream is kind of cut off yeah. and I think one thing that I learned during that time is that actually we have money that we haven't even realized and sometimes it's not that you need more money it's just that you need to reallocate it so it was yeah. like 
things that were essential, like for me, like I would lease a car, my car every three years. I stopped leasing. Like I literally haven't had a car payment in five years. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Things yeah. are essential and you suddenly realize actually, no. Yeah. Um, you don't need to actually be spending money on that. And I think that, I think this time has really um, helped us really refocus and prioritize what's important. And also, you know, where do we want, what do we want for the future? And yeah. we to make sacrifices anyway. So mm-hmm. let's actually pivot fully and invest in something that's going to reap a return down the line. And it's kind of that that mentality of asset versus liability thinking yeah. in every of our lives. Like, yeah. And, that, and I think that's, that's why it's really key to go back to that question of, why am I doing what I'm doing? That's kind of my, it's not a new thing, but I've just, someone has just put a definition to it. So I'm kind of all over it at the minute. Yeah. You know, why am I doing what I'm doing? What is the point yeah. of doing what I'm doing? Because ultimately that then allows you, because if your why is steady, if your why is clear, it then means that you can still take different routes, but your why stays the same. The purpose yeah. of you doing what you're doing stays the same. So it allows you then to say, well, this doesn't actually gel quite well with my why. So I need to stop doing that. Let me put that yeah. away. Or this yeah. doing this distracts me from actually accomplishing my why. Um, I'll give you a good example of, of a business that I know that um, she had to go back to her why because I'll constantly I, I do a heading every time. I'm just like, why are you doing what you're doing? You know, and first, I mean, her first her first thing to me when COVID started, so I'm closing my business, I'm stripping my assets, I'm selling it all, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. And at one point, I almost took the point of, okay, well, if that's what you want to do. And I thought, do you know what? No. Why do you, why are you doing this business? What is the point of doing this business? And she has gone into, she's doing so many different things now. I'm just like, okay, hold on, reel back a minute. <laughs> but she's been able to see that, okay, well, let me not focus too much on what I can't do. Let me yeah. focus more on what I, what can I do? Because yeah. I, I mean, she's a manufacturing business, so she she manufactures ice creams. And um, I told her I was going to talk about it today. So. <laughs> you know, she she managed. I mean, she's been able to say, okay, well, I can't. My suppliers aren't doing this, aren't doing that, but I could do this. So mm. I could actually do this, or I could go and buy. I don't want to say too much of what she's doing, but um, you know, she the different variations of what she's doing now, they can still bring money in. Yeah. So it literally, I sat down together. We did a cash flow together. We looked at you know what can go, what can stay, what are the new ways of doing new things, and plus with the government support, you know, okay, the government can hold me up. So we did like a, co- a COVID you know cash flow. The government can hold me up for about a minute or two. Okay, yeah. but after that, I need to find that money. How am I yeah. going to do it? Your brain just yeah. started working. It does, and it's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny when you have a compelling why. It's amazing how we manage to find money or find ways to find finance. Do you know what I mean? Like, we find a way to do it. And I think that it's just opening, I think some of it's it's financial, but it's also mindset as well um, and having the mindset to do that. But I think what's encouraging is that there's there's money to be made. Yeah. There's money to be found. There is even in this time and it's encouraging to have someone like you as an accountant who deals with this day in and day out to actually say that actually there's hope financially yeah um but you know uh, another area that I wanted to talk to you is this business this idea of business continuity and so if for those of you that aren't familiar with the term business continuity planning I'll just give you um a definition so it's this idea that um, it's the process of creating systems of prevention and recovery to deal with p- potential threats to a company. In addition to prevention, the goal is to enable ongoing operations before and during um, execution of disaster recovery. So basically, it's about having a plan for times like this. And I think that, 
you know, what we're seeing is that a lot of businesses, large and small, weren't really thinking about business continuity. Yes, no one could have planned or prepared for COVID, but each of us should have some sort of plan in place financially for if things should kind of go wrong. And I think, you know, you you know me, Bev, those that have po- followed me for a while will know that I'm very much about legacy and longevity. So business continuity planning is an integral part of that. So yeah. how can you, how can we learn from this and begin to plan better financially in our businesses? Yeah. Um, I think the best way to answer this is to go down this route in saying that, yes, we didn't plan for COVID, but this is nothing new. This is nothing new in the sense that um, if you understand a business cycle, a recession happens every now and then. So there's always, I think, what, what what's probably happened with most businesses, most businesses have gotten, we've gotten happy with the bubble. We've sat in with the bubble. We've enjoyed that income coming in. You know, we've enjoyed those tax saving tips from our accountants. To, you know, but then we've forgotten to put money aside. We've, we've yeah. forgotten to have cash reserves um, for opportunities because it should be that, I don't want to give a time frame to it, but it should be that on a let's okay, let's say yearly, on a yearly basis, we're finding a way to make our to be in to be to have innovation within the business. We're finding a way to do new things all the time. We shouldn't be so stuck in our ways. You know, it's I think a good example, and I'll, I'll borrow this um, from Simon Sinek. I think his name is. Um, you know, he talks about this concept of uh, look at iTunes, for example. You know, who came up with iTunes? Who should have come up with iTunes? You know, yeah. iTunes was made by, you know, the industry that came up with iTunes wasn't the industry that needed, the music industry didn't come up with that. You know, that's because they were focused on, okay, well, how can we better what we're doing? What's our why and how can we be- focus better what we're doing? So in terms of business continuity, from now onwards and forevermore, every business should have some kind of fund that they, almost like a research and development fund, for example. Yeah, how much research yeah. and development are you doing on your business on a regular basis? I mean, yeah. from, from the, even the, the government applauds that. They give you tax, you know, tax um, relief from, for doing R&D. You know, so you should be doing that. So not only do you get our, you know, tax reliefs, but it actually propels your business forward. It makes your business better than what it is today. You know, and that's that's a key thing, I think, to do. Make research and development a core part of what your business is doing currently. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, but I love all of this. So I'm going to, like, really begin to speak about how we're going to be working together and the value that you're going to be adding to the six Ps. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, um those of you that aren't familiar with my framework, six P's. So we have purpose, people, um, uh, product, uh, promotion, processes, and profit. Um, And that's all great stuff. But I think to hold all of that up, it needs to be held up by a strong financial model. And that's where Bev comes in. So we're going to be doing a number of things together. But one of the first things we're doing together is that Bev is going to do a bonus session with me at Revive. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with Revive, it's my one day um, intense virtual mastermind that is happening, happening on the 16th of May. It's actually called Revive, the Project Recovery Mastermind. And the reason why I'm hosting this event is because most people have had to pivot in some way. They've experienced projects not being able to go ahead. And like I said, wherever you are in business, chances are you're going to need to launch a project this that's, year. That's and right. I want my community, my tribe to be to, ha- to have as robust a strategy in place for doing that as possible. So we are going hard, as they say. Yeah. Um, we are spending eight 
hours together. Um, and it's going to be a mixture of um, expert sessions, um, group masterminding sessions. There's going to be a lot of in interaction. And ultimately, you're going to leave with your post-corona launch strategy. Nice. Nice. And um, Bev is going to help us out with the financials for that to make sure that your project is robust financially. Because I think sometimes we get so excited about, you know, purpose and passion are super important, but purpose and passion are not going to are not enough for you to build a stable and a sustainable business financially. And so we're going to make sure um, that whatever project you launch actually is number one, viable financially and has a strong chance of generating a profit. And we're going in practical. We're talking yeah, practical. Really, really practical. So if you haven't been across to the website and if you want to be in the room, I mean, literally, this is the best value thing I offer. It's £197 for eight hours with me. Nice. Um, to get Bev's expertise, just to put that into perspective, my power hours is two. My power hour is two hundred ninety-seven pounds, and you get to spend eight hours with me for one hundred ninety-seven pounds. I would love you to be in the room. We are not leaving until every single person has their launch strategy, feels equipped and confident to launch something successfully post-corona, and we will be there to support you beyond as well. Yes, so. The website for that is thelaunchstrategist.com slash revive. It's going to be amazing, even if I do say so myself. Of so course. before we kick off, I'm just going to tell you where you can, or ask Beth to tell you how and where you can connect with her if you need to. Sure. So I'm on LinkedIn. So just literally look for, uh, oh, I suppose, type in Beverly Sydney. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, if you also go into the website, sydneyhudson.co.uk, uh, you can get some information about me as well. Um, I think at this point in time, I'm very conscious that um, people, some people may be struggling out there. So even, you know, if you have a quick question you want to ask me, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm happy to obviously answer it in a time frame that I have. But, yeah. um, yeah, <laughs> oh, that is so, so helpful. I think that your expertise and just the financial side of things is so, so important um, at this time. So, you know, I'm a fan, Bev, I love you dearly so appreciate your time um and i'm excited about what we're gonna do yeah and, and I mean, you, I mean, the, the work that you do is amazing Christina. I, I said this to you just the other day you're absolutely just you're it's the energy that you bring you know if you're not signed up yet people just need to sign up asap because they're getting so much value for just you know literally i think between the both of us we literally yeah. can yeah, <laughs> literally between the both of us, you can build a business. Yeah. So, Absolutely. yeah, no, it's um, um, it's uh, amazing. So, the launchstrategist.com slash revive and Bev, we shall speak soon. Thank you so much for your time, no and definitely Never. do connect with Bev um, on LinkedIn. Um, what is the website actually, Bev? So, it's just www.sydneyhudson.co.uk. Perfect. All right. Well, I don't see any questions. For those of you that uh, were live, thank you so much for joining us. For those that will be catching the replay, thank you for joining as well. 